You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's me, it's Chris Meany, and it's Fun Friday, baby. Woo. Oh, Chris Meany, woo, yes. It's Flare Friday because we are wooing already here on the program, right here on the Line Star app. And we should, because we've got so much to talk about today. Oh, my goodness. There's some offense that I can't wait to get into lineups, Chris. I'm super excited. It's got some tournament love this slate tonight. It's got some cash game love. I'm just loving Friday right now. It's got a lot that I'm, uh, I'm uh, in love with. Yeah, love is the theme here, and I, and I love it. And I love it. Lots of love. Let's share the love, and let's spread it. There's a lot of studs in the hill today. Garrett Cole, Kershaw. Grom, and there's some interesting prices too. Um, there's some value to be had tonight on a, on a Friday for sure. There absolutely is, and as we always like to do before we move forward, we like to take a look back at the day before, see how we did, see how things were going on. Now, yesterday we took some stands, and some of them worked out well, some of them not so much. But it was a shorter slate at night, so you had to kind of just pick a side and be on it. Now, for Rios, we decided to go on the other side of that one. He was good. We went with Bauer. Howard was fine. In, like, on FanDuel, he got me 30 points. It was fine. He wasn't the letdown for me so much as the letdown was really that Toronto stack. I, they, you know, they should have hammered J-Hap. They really didn't. That was their undoing. Besides, Bauer's undoing was Max Kepler, basically. <laughs> it was like, you know, oh, yeah. if you had Kepler, it was a good night. But it was good to see Barrios be good. But uh, Hap was fine. It's just I don't like to take a lot of shots with Toronto. This was a shot where Toronto really should have delivered. And let's be honest, they just didn't. No, you're right. They didn't. And, you know, that's what we're – anytime we, we go to stack the Jays, like sometimes it works out. There's going to be value with the Jays all year long and shots, you know, opportunity to take shots on them. And, you know, unfortunately, it just – it didn't work out yesterday. They're an inexperienced team. They have a lot of young guys. They have some free swingers. As much as they have some guys who have some pop in their bat, they just – you're going to get some inconsistencies from them. So Hap, he wasn't fantastic. I mean, he went seven innings and only allowed one run, but he only had four strikeouts. Like he just, he still wasn't great. I guess it's encouraging if you're a Hap fan or a Yankees fan or somebody who likes to play Hap, I guess, in DFS. Um, but yeah, the big takeaway for me was you mentioned Bauer. I, I watched that start. He's close. He really is. Uh, he, he's still making a couple mistakes, leaving some pitches high in the zone. I mean, you mentioned Kepler. I mean, three bombs off him yesterday. A couple walks still from Bauer, which, you know, tends to get him in trouble. But I still feel like he's close. And we kind of had the right approach still. Like, we mentioned Barrios as a cash game pitcher. If you want to get a little bit different in tournaments, Bauer was the play. He, he didn't have a high ownership yesterday. No, he didn't. And, and look, it's, it didn't completely work out the way we wanted to. Uh, Caleb Smith also, too, he had give up some runs early. And then, you know, the Marlins office just couldn't recover from that. So Peralta beat it's him. It's the home runs, Joe, with him. Yeah. We mentioned it. He's he, the home runs right off the get-go, I believe. I think Moustakis and Yelich went yard to start the game. And then Moustakis had another one in the third. So I think Smith is a guy that we just fade on the road. I really do. I mean, and the Cubs awesome. offense didn't show up for Quintana at all, who deserved better. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of wacky things. But the good side of things was we had that Met offense. We were all over it yesterday. 
and uh, including even guys like Ahmed Rosario, who everybody knows I'm not a fan of, but the Mets put up seven runs. So Rosario was good. Frazier was good. It was a guy we've been talking a lot about. McNeil had a key hit in that game too. So a lot of good things there. Of course, he had to wait and sweat it out there because he had to put up four in the eighth though. But doesn't matter when it happens, as long as it happens, that's all that matters. So there you have it there. So I'm ready to turn the page to Friday because let me tell you, dude, I'm excited about this. So let's start because it's a new day. Yes, it is with the Friday slate. And we're going to throw out that first game with the Cubs. But let's start. We've got the Reds and Tyler Mall against Zach Eflin and the Phillies. Now, this is not the game I'm super excited about, so I'm going to try to pace myself here. Uh, but let's talk about this one real quick. Eflin, 8.7 on the DK side on FanDuel. Uh, in terms of pitching price for these guys, you're looking at how much? 8.3. So, look, the Phillies are a team that I just I can't get behind still. I know we've talked about the fact that Joey Votto has been heating up. He's still 2.9 on FanDuel. That's still holding strong. Uh, looking at Derek Dietrich is just three. I'm not sure yeah. how that happens. But the Reds, certainly between Winker, left-handed bat there, between Dietrich, the left-handed bat against Eflin, and Joey Votto, it's hard not to uh, use these guys as lineup builders tonight because you do have some big-time guys like Eric Cole, like Kershaw, like DeGrom tonight. So I can get behind some Reds and some pairings in this game. How about you? Yeah, especially, I mean, if you've been listening, it's a, it's a trend here on the show, especially on FanDuel, because you just look at the pricing. I mean, Dietrich is 5K over on DK, and he's 3K on FanDuel. And if you look at, you know, Molly and you look at Eflin, these are two guys who have actually struggled against lefties. So, I mean, seven of the ten home runs that Eflin has allowed has have been to left-handed bats. And, and the same thing with, with Molly. He's just like – he struggled against some left-handed bats as well. So Bryce Harper, I mean, Jay Bruce is 3-7 on FanDuel. He's had a hot start to his Philly career, and that's what he does. He hits home runs or he strikes out. I mean, Well, it's, it's and one he's also incredibly with. streaky. He's the guy who hit three home exactly. runs every weekend, and they won't hit another one for a month. So. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, 7 of the 11 home runs, a 44% hard hit rate for left-handed batters against Molly. So that's an opportunity. And, yeah, Dietrich and Joey Votto. I, it, it didn't work out yesterday, but I don't mind going back to them because you're right, it's – it's a it's a cash saver. Not going to put a huge debt in your wallet. You're going to be able to do some things with with just you know one or two of those guys. All right, Stroman and Merrill Kelly in Toronto tonight, and I'm looking at this one. And uh, again, David Peralta back in the lineup recently. Still waiting for him to kind of turn things on. He's three five. Uh, Kendall Marte is three seven. That's on Fanduel. Uh, so I'm okay with some more one offs from this contest too. I'm I've uh, right now I'm I'm not seeing any Toronto Blue Jays because I'm so mad at them from yesterday. <laughs> I got nothing. But on DK, I think Arizona's a little too expensive. Uh, and look, Toronto just I can't trust them tonight. There's going to be too many points to be scored with some of the offenses we're going to talk about later. So I'm fading this game basically overall. How about you? Yeah, you know, Stroman is a better real-life pitcher than a fantasy guy. He doesn't yep. strike out a lot, of, a lot of guys, but, you know, he has a 58% ground ball rate. He's allowed three or fewer runs in 11 of his 13 starts and one or zero in seven outings. So that just tells me that I want to stay away from Arizona bats. Like, I don't really want to stack them. I know it's in Toronto where the ball flies out of the park. The sun is shining here. The dome's going to be open. Everyone will be excited Friday night. But uh, I just don't feel like there'll be a lot of pop. We, we, could, t- we could attack Arizona this weekend, but well, I'm going to shy away from them tonight against Stroman. All right, then you got the Red Sox and Rays. This one's in Baltimore. Um, important series coming up here. You're going to have Snell tomorrow. We'll talk about that on the uh, weekend program. But Rick Porcello, always very hittable against Yanni Chirinos. Neither of these pitchers in play, obviously, for us. However, 
Uh, you know, Meadows is 5'9 on DraftKings. Right. I just can't do that. You tonight. just have to fade him. You, you, you can't know, fade him at that price. It's just impossible. Even 4'4 on FanDuel, I think it's tough just because of, I mean, the Rays are not a prolific offense. And Meadows has been terrific. I wish we could get more into him. Unfortunately, we just can't. Um, that attendee is a little bit of a discount at 3.8 over on FanDuel's side. But Deaver is no longer any discount. You're not getting any discount with Boston. And when we get to Texas tonight and we get to Milwaukee tonight, those are the two games where I think we need to have a lot of money left over. And I just think this one's going to be a drain. So I'm going to take a pass on this one too. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, Mike Trout is cheaper than Austin Meadows, and Trout is, is, is feeling it right now. So that just goes to show, I mean, you just take the discount on other guys. I mean, when they get up to that five, nine range, it's just, it's a complete fade for me. No disrespect to Austin Meadows. He's been really good this year, but it's hard to squeeze him in with some, so much other talent on the board. Keep an eye on JD Martinez. He left with a back injury yesterday. He, he may not play and that, you know, Devers moves up in that spot. He probably gets in that three spot. He's a little bit more expensive on Fanduel, but I don't mind him. Chavis and Benatini, like you mentioned, there's some value there. All right, now now we got to get going because we got yeah, Jacob DeGrom in the Mets at home. Uh, he's the first big ticket number uh, on the slate tonight. He's 9.4 on DK, so actually not too bad. But on FanDuel, he's 10.3, so big difference there. Um, look, I, I got to tell you, it's, it's, a, it's more of a trust factor at this point with DeGrom. I think they're tempting you a little bit at that 9.4. I don't care. I'm willing to spend up for Garrett Cole if I'm playing cash game tonight. I understand – with the with the reduced salary, maybe you want to get in bed with him on DraftKings. But what's your take on this? Because again, it's in New York, it's at home. I feel like you know this is one of those things where we keep getting, oh well, all the logic looks like it should be good, and then all the logic you throw out the window lately with Degrom, and then you have the uh, concern last time when he came out of the game. Uh, so, what's your temperature right now with this game, especially with the drastic price difference, a thousand dollar difference, site to site with him? Yeah, I, I, I don't feel comfortable with him being my one pitcher on FanDuel, and there's not a ton of value over there. I mean, is the fourth highest priced pitcher on FanDuel, just $400 cheaper than Clayton Kershaw, who has a much better matchup, let's be honest. But on DK, he really, when you look at his price, you're right. It's kind of begging you to take some shots on him in tournaments when you see guys like Herman and Lance Lynn ahead of him. I mean, Boyd has been good, but he's up against the Twins. So, I don't mind taking a shot on him in tournaments, but I just don't trust him in cash. I honestly feel like his ownership will probably be high because of the fact that he is 9-4 and the fact that you'll save yourself like three grand up at the top with Cole and Sirocco, who doesn't have a high strikeout rate as well. DeGrom yeah. has, has some, I mean, he's got some red flags. You know this. I mean, a 39% hard hit rate is a career high, a career high 34% fly ball rate. He allowed 10 homers last year, already nine this season. He has turned it around a little bit lately, two or fewer runs in three straight and six of his last seven outings. But something about this Colorado team, man, like they sometimes they're underwhelming, but they can they really show get up to at weird times. And that's, yeah. that's my problem with this game, too, yeah. is trying to get a beat on it because, look, we, we all know putting your projections and putting all the data in there is the right way to get the best kind of overall view of a game. But at the same time, you also have to take into what's going on in baseball and you have to look at outside of that. And Colorado has been in one of these teams that's shown up sporadically. And sometimes they show up against good pitchers too, which is, I mean, he's facing Sensatella. That should be a positive. I think on yes. DraftKings, you can get involved with it just because yes. it's cheap enough that it's worth the risk. And I can understand that on FanDuel as a standalone pitcher. I can't do it. I won't do it. Not a 10, three, not tonight. No, and, and you know what? The Rockies, they got a top 10 Woba against, you know, right-handed pitching. They got a top 10 average against right-handed pitching. Like, I know it's DeGrom, but they've, like, they're not an easy offense to deal with. As much as they have a couple of young guys that strike out, like Daniel Murphy's been a little bit better. You got to deal with Arenado. You got to deal with Story. 
Dahl's been swinging a better bat lately too. So it's, I, I agree. I think you can get involved in DK. I just don't feel great as my, as him being my number one pitcher on FanDuel, no, not in cash. Anyways, you want to do it in tournaments, it's fine, but yo, absolutely. It is not a cash play anywhere tonight. It's definitely a tournament play. And because it's in the nine range of the tournament, play, you can make it work, especially with some of the guys yeah. we're going to talk about in a little bit. So I get that. Uh, Domingo Ramon is 8.1 on FanDuel. Uh, and on the drafting side, he's more expensive. And I'll tell you what, at 9.5, I think he's a huge trap tonight. I think people will see that. They'll see Zach Plesak on the other side of Cleveland, and they'll just automatically want to go there. But that Cleveland offense has shown a little bit of life in the recent week or so. And I'm just looking at Herman. the last two outings, the guy has not returned his projected no. value at all. And I don't know if it's a matter of maybe the book's getting out on him a little bit. Maybe he's getting a little fatigued. I'm not sure if it's a combination of all of those things. But on a night like tonight, I don't think he's going to deliver enough points for you to be competitive in pay lines. I agree with you 100%. He's, he's definitely a trap. I, I originally looking at the schedule before I looked at prices, I, I thought maybe. And then I saw the price and I, I just thought, no, no way. I mean, his fly ball percentage is starting to catch up to him at 38%. He's allowed 10 home runs. A lot of those home runs have come lately. I remember the Cleveland Indians when we were talking about them, like how much they were striking out. They were at the top of, you know, all year, really, over the last three weeks, they have the fourth lowest strikeout rate in baseball. And yeah. you're right, they're starting to hit. They're starting to make some contact. They're not an easy out anymore. And I actually like Plezak. Not tonight, but I like him overall. I He's a too. decent pitcher. I mean, if you go look at his, his track record in the minor leagues, 91 innings, 12 walks. He's got command, and that's, that's a huge plus for a pitcher. His first start came against the Red Sox. He was fine. Over 12 innings, I mean, he's only allowed two We're going to take a shot with police action, I feel like, soon. <clears throat> yes. I don't know if it's against yes. the Yankees. Not that the Yankees are, we'll talk about it soon. Yeah, not, not that the Yankees, you know, without Aaron Judge or Stanton are the same Yankees, but it's, you know, I, I still respect the middle of that order with Sanchez and Torres and Hicks went in a yeah, yard Hicks again yesterday. Bomb yesterday, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's coming. Zach Plesak, your day is coming on this show. Yeah, I agree, it is problem. coming. Just yeah. not tonight. It's just not going to be enough. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> points. points are yeah. coming, and so is winter. Uh, Kyle Gibson is 8-8, Matt Boyd at 10-1 on FanDuel, this Detroit-Minnesota uh, matchup. Uh, over on the drafting side, Boyd is 10-4, Gibson's 10-1, which is ridiculous. Um, no. I mean, just, that's just insane. I'm sorry. Uh, Kyle Gibson is not a strikeout pitcher who deserves 10,000 anywhere, anytime. Now, we love Matt Boyd usually, and uh, I, I'm a big Matt Boyd fan. I don't like it here tonight. I'm going to fade him as well. I think that's, again, another trap where he might pitch okay, but he's not going to get a W there. I just don't see it. Um, this Twins offense is for reals. And even on the road here for Minnesota, I still like them over Detroit. How about you? Yeah, yeah, f- for sure. I, you know what? I like Gibson, but you're right. The price is just – it's ridiculous. I can't, I can't get there with him. But overall, like, this guy's been pretty steady, Joe, for quite some time. Like, for a good – 250 innings dating back to last year. Uh, it's just he doesn't strike out a lot. He does have a career high K rate this year and a career low walk rate. Keeps the ball on the ground 51% of the well, time. Well, the K rate went up last year too. Which yeah, a lot of it's people slowly, were buying in. And, it, and it's gotten yeah. better for sure. It has. It, it, it definitely has. I like overall it's just he's tough to spend that much money on Gibson, but he has allowed three or fewer runs in seven of his last nine starts, two or fewer in six of his last eight. I'd love the twins to get a W here. Boyd is, you know, giving up some home runs lately, high fly ball rate. I think you can get involved in a couple twins bats and tournaments. And I think you can jump on board and twins in the money line. Yeah. I like that pick as well. Uh, Mike Soroka, another one. Oh man. 11.6. You know, when you get Kyle Gibson at 10, one and Soroka at 11, six on DraftKings. That's impossible to me. 
I, I can't get there. And we, we've been the biggest – we're like the president and vice president of the Mike Soroka really? fan club. And I know it's yeah. the Marlins, but Urena's actually pitched better lately. I actually think there's some contrarian love for Urena tonight, to tell you the truth. As crazy yeah. as that might sound, but I just can't get there with that pricing. Not you can't price him the same as Garrett Cole. I'm sorry, and, and this is why you can't. He's got 51 strikeouts in 57 innings. Like Cole is, you give Cole 57 innings and he's flirting with 80, 90 strikeouts. Like it, that's the difference between the two. Like yeah, the matchup is great. It's fantastic, but he just doesn't strike out a ton of guys. I mean, is that 1.41 ERA? That's phenomenal. I mean, he's, he just came off his first start where he allowed more than one run in an inning. Like I get that he's up there in terms of price, but there's just no upside. You're really asking for a career night from Sirocco. And I'm talking 10 K one run and like eight or nine innings. And it's just, I don't know if he can get there. I don't, I don't think he can. I don't think he can. I don't, I think that's asking a lot right now. It's just, and and it's more so the fact that it's, it's on the DraftKings side where you need to have the price. You need to have a little salary relief to make the two pitchers work. And on the standalone on FanDuel, he's 10, eight. He's more than Kershaw. And he's more than Kershaw against the Giants tonight. And I know the Giants also got a ton against lefties, but still that giant offense is not good. And no. Kershaw's going to show up in big games. Kershaw's pitched very well lately. I really like isolating that late slate too, um, where you have Kershaw on DK on the late on the 10 p.m. only, and you get him and uh, our boy from Anaheim, who we'll talk about in a little bit too. Pair them together in whatever batch you can make it fit. I think yeah. that's kind of a lock. <laughs> that's a good that call. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I think Soroka is a, is an even bigger trap tonight than than Boyd. It's just or even Gibson. You know, again, it's funny because Gibson you get. A huge discount. He's 8.8 on FanDuel. Now, as a standalone 8.8, I understand that. Like that, I'm like, all right, well, you want to roll with him in a tournament? Okay, that's fine. Uh, You could do that tonight. But that's the price he should be on DraftKings. Right. Yeah. (laughs) He should be high eights, low nines. And even as much as Gibson, like as much as I like him at 8.8, it's just – it's tough to feel great about him being your number one arm when there's guys like Cole and Kershaw and DeGrom on the hill. Like, it's just, you're really, you're really rolling the dice there. Like, yeah, you're really going to get a win. Urena has three or fewer runs in five straight and eight of his last nine. The one outing in those nine starts that he got lit up actually came against Atlanta. Uh, But even still, he has been, he has been much better. And if you're looking for a secondary punt play, stars and scrub strategy, I mean, Joe, you talked about it last week. It worked out beautifully. And yeah. I think you can get by with it again. I mean, he's 7-5. I mean, that will allow you to do a lot with your lineup. And it balances out when you go Cole or Kershaw. You're going to get double-digit strikeouts from those guys. And Urena just goes 6 or 7 with 2 or fewer runs and 5 or 6K. I mean, you're laughing. All right, here we go. Now it's time to get excited. Oakland A's in Texas against the Rangers. And we've been talking so much about how, oh, my God, why does FanDuel not like the Oakland A's? What's wrong with the Oakland A's? Nothing's wrong with them today because let me tell you something. You're getting a huge discount on them yet again. And look, I know Lance Lynn has had some moments. Yeah, yeah, fine, whatever. All right, because you got Matt Chapman at 3-8. You got Simeon at 3-3. You got Olsen at 3. You got uh, Chris Davis at 3-7. Piscotti at 3. Nobody is above 3-8 on this whole team in Texas against Lance Lynn. And all weekend, I'm just going to live with the Oakland A's all weekend and die with them as well because you got Smiley coming up soon. And then you got the kid making his major league debut. So give me all the A's. But it's going to start on Friday on the FanDuel side. Now, on DraftKings, you have to pay for them in all fairness. You know, they're yeah. in the, you know, like Chapman's very expensive. He's 4.8, but Olsen's 4. Chris Davis is just 3.9. The pricing on Davis since he's been back has been very, very fair, Chris. Yeah, I, I, I mean, well, he started at like 3, I think, on FanDuel. Like, I didn't totally understand that. But yeah, I love the, those 
two to five hitters. Like I'm a big fan of Piscotty too. Like I think he's a little bit underrated. Um, and guys like Chapman, Olsen, and Davis hitting ahead of him, I think the, like those, that stack is is a good one. I mean, the, the over under is at ten and a half right now. I'm not fully believing in Lance Lynn. Like, yes, he has been better, but let's, you know, let's look at the big picture with Lance Lynn and the fact that he is pitching in Texas. And, you know, he's got a 39% hard hit rate this year. He's got a 36% fly ball rate. The, the wind is blowing out 12 miles an hour in Texas. And Oakland's underdogs tonight. And I can get behind that bet as well. So I, the, I think uh, there'll be a lot of runs here. You expect the totals 10, right? Yeah. Well, 10 and. I guess it is 10 now. It was at 10 and a half. It's, it's 10. I mean, that could get back up to 10 and a half or 11. I mean, Brett Anderson is, is nothing special either on the other side. So I like Oakland. I'm with you. I, and I, I think, like Texas tonight too against Brett Anderson. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not giving any Brett Anderson love too. No. And that means the Lionel DeShields, who I've had in my lineup last couple of days, has been very good. Uh, get your points in lots of different ways. Uh, you know, he's not a power guy, but he's still four hits the other day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Elvis Andrews, another righty bat too. Hunter Pence. Now Hunter Pence is super expensive, obviously on DraftKings, but the good news is what FanDuel pricing is better. It's just better offensively. Andrews is just three, seven Delano shields, two, seven. Oh, all the Delano shields tonight. Let me tell you, you stack this game. I think, on both ends, I think you'll be happy. I think it goes well, over. You know, Joe, you're looking at – I'm just looking at LineStar and just looking at stacks. I mean, you there's – in the stack finder, you can go different ways. You can go, you know, highest projected. You know, team will get to in a little bit. Salary-wise, the team will get to val- value. Oakland's up at the top. I mean, they're right there with, with either Olsen, Chapman, Davis, Biscotti or Olsen, Chapman, Davis, Semyon. Like, whatever you want to do with those those first few hitters. I mean, that's that's the value stack. And they're actually right up there in terms of ceiling and floor as well. So, like, not only are they not getting the respect from FanDuel, um, they're projected highly. Yeah, so get in there, especially you can get both ends of this game on the FanDuel side if you want. Uh, if you're going to just pick one, it's a little tougher. I think I'd probably favor the A's uh, if I'm going to pay because the Texas is just way too expensive to get involved in. So that brings us to how do we start to get these guys in our lineup? And it starts with our boy, Brandon Woodruff, who is just 8.6 on FanDuel and on DK. Guess what? Oh, Chris, 7.8. Oh, my goodness. What's and happening? people will say, well, it's Milwaukee. It's a good hitter's park. Yes, it is. But did you know that Brandon Woodruff had a 3.6 ERA at home and a 4 ERA on the road? Did you know that? Hmm? <laughs> and he's going against Rookie Davis tonight, who sounds like a name of a guy that you have in one of those, you know, when you, you couldn't afford the Major League Baseball license in the early video games on Nintendo. That's what he sounds like. Oh, rookie Davis takes the mound. Yeah, good for throwing to veteran catcher. Yeah, for, you know, free, when you're playing MLB the show and you just you fire it up and you get a free right. card of the day, it's like, oh, rookie Davis, his rating is 57. You want him? <laughs> no, I'll just pass. Thanks. But yeah, I mean, 7.2 innings this year, and he hasn't had a start. He hasn't gone longer than three innings in any outing. He's allowed three homers, eight hits in his seven innings, five runs. I mean, even overall in his career, like he doesn't have a huge resume. He's got 31 career innings. He's walking 4.8 per. He's got a 7.96 ERA, and he has a fly ball rate that is extremely high. So, Rookie Davis, good luck tonight in Milwaukee. It's going to be chalk. It really is to, to get these Brewers, but I think my favorite play in this, in this whole game is Woodruff because of the value we're getting with him. I'm almost, I'm almost happy to take Woodruff and, and not care as much about the offense. I, I, yeah. I, I think a lot of people are going to be, like you said, it's going to be super high-owned to chalk, uh, and Christian Yelich is 6,000 on DraftKings. I mean, it's, oh, it's nearly good. impossible. But you can do it. I mean, you could, you could, it's got to be like a, it's got to be a Urena and Woodruff kind of start to your rotation. <laughs> like that's, that's kind of the only way I think you can make it work, Chris. 
Yeah, I think so as well. And, you know, that is the line stars. I mean, they're talking stacks. It's the highest projected. It's the safest. I understand it fully. But, yeah, it's – you know what? If you fade the Brewers and they don't show up like, you know, they didn't show up in two of the three games against Miami, if you faded them in those games, you I mean, you were ahead of the curve. And if you fade them – I wouldn't have full exposure to this lineup. I know they'll probably score some runs. But if you fade them and you just attack Texas, Oakland, or a couple other games – I think you'll be in a really good spot on what is a huge slate. So I would take some shots still on Travis Shaw. I know he's been disappointing. The first game was good. He's striking out back to the strikeouts in game number two. But, I mean, 2-7 on DK and over on FanDuel. Uh, he's 2-4. Thames is 2-9. Like, there's an opportunity just to get some punt plays in there. All right. Now, standalone on FanDuel, Garrett Cole is 11-2 tonight at home against the Orioles. I absolutely love this one. Uh, I don't care if it's chalk. I don't care. In cash games, Garrett Cole has been a strikeout machine. Love him on FanDuel. I love that he's actually cheaper on FanDuel than he is over on DK, and he's 12-2 on DraftKings, which is really tough, especially when you have DeGrom on that slate in the nine range, and I think that's why DeGrom is in play tonight, even though it's risky, even though it's scary. I think you have to light a candle in church and hope for the best because 12-2 is just a ton, Chris. It's really tough to put out a good lineup when you have to go all the way to Garrett Cole at the top there, unless, again, you're just going to punt with that secondary pitcher and take a guy like a Homer Bailey in the next game against the White Sox, which I don't love. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest that at all. Um, but yeah, Garrett Cole. I mean, you're gonna have to take that stars and scrub. You like you said, Urena. I think you can make it work with Woodruff potentially. Um, but yeah, I mean, Garrett. This is what we're talking about with Sirocco and Cole. He's got 116 strikeouts in 77 innings. It's crazy, man. It's unbelievable. I don't know why we don't. I mean, I, like obviously the DFS pricing is starting to show that he is an elite pitcher. Well, we all know he's an elite pitcher, but I mean like very, very top of the board kind of guy where we talk about Scherzer, where we talk about uh, you know Verlander. I, I just think Cole is He right belongs there. in there. Yeah, and I feel like generally speaking, people don't talk about him in that way. And it's been a whole year and a half almost now of him being like this, and I don't get it. Yeah, I don't fully understand it either. I know 12.4 K per nine last year. What was that tops? I think it was first or second in baseball. I mean, the the only negative thing you can say about him is he's, you know, he's allowed 14 home runs. He's allowed five in his last three. But you know what? Scherzer and Verlander also allow home runs. They're also fly ball pitchers. When your stuff is that nasty, sometimes you just hang one. And, and that's just what it is. But he just has, he's so filthy. He can roll through this Brewers or this uh, Orioles lineup with ease, and he can go the distance. Like in his last few, he's only gotten six innings. Like I wouldn't be surprised if we saw like eight or seven or eight innings from him tonight. All right, now you got Ivan Nova and Homer Bailey squaring off against each other. This one's in Kansas City. Um, you know, you got some one-offs there, like Yonder Alonso maybe uh, in there against Homer Bailey at two six. You got Aloy at two nine. So you do have some guys you could potentially on the Fanduel side get away with. Mondesi is uh, three point nine. Uh, three uh, over on the FanDuel side on DraftKings. You still have to pay a ton for the Royals guys at the top of the order because of their skill set. And there's not a whole lot of discount here. And I feel like it's kind of difficult to – like I want to get involved in this one, but the pricing just seems very prohibitive. Even – I mean, Tim Anderson hitting the seven hole is at 5K. How How do we live with that? Yeah, you can't. It's ridiculous. You can't do it. I know Bailey, like, you look 48% hard hit rate. You go to the ballpark tonight in KC, you're going to hear some cracks with Nova and Bailey on the hill for sure. But I think you nailed it. I think you just tried to find the value, and it's Jimenez at 3-3. I mean, he he's a guy who took cold deep twice this year. He can do it against Homer Bailey. And then on the other side, I mean, yeah, there's really – I mean, O'Hearn. Like, you, I think those are just one-offs. Like. 
maybe we'll get a home run out of them in a tournament spot, but I, I can't stack any of these lineups. I can't. No. no. It's, it's just too expensive for me. You can't even pair up two guys that you like and say, okay, let's yeah. go with these two and, and roll with it. And I think there's going to be runs there. I just don't see how, unless you're just fading all the top of the board and pitching, and uh, you can't do that on FanDuel tonight. Not with Garrett Cole, not with Degrom, not with Kershaw. All these kind of guys out there. Uh, I just, I don't think it's good at all. Now, here's my other favorite one of the night. Here we go. I know it's a lefty against the Angels. I know, but it's Marco Gonzalez and Andrew Heaney. Now, Andrew Heaney. I thought you were going to go Heaney. I thought you would. Maybe oh, I am. Like I am going Heaney. I'm saying I know. Oh, it's, okay, I know. We're like right. usually we we crap all over the Angels whenever it's yeah, a lefty yeah, against yeah. them, but not tonight, baby. Not tonight. Andrew Heaney at 9-2 on DraftKings. I love that pairing between him and Woodruff. That gets me super excited on that side. He's 9-4 on FanDuel. you got to pay for him, but he's been really good the last two outings. I'm not afraid right now at all of the Seattle offense. And look, man, I mean, like you said, Otani's been heating up. He's just 3-5 still. Um, Mike Trout went yard yesterday. We talked about him. I did have – you know, I had Trout and Bauer in that same lineup with the Shields uh, in cash games. And let me tell you something. It was, it was great. The only thing that let me down – the stupid Blue Jays. The stupid Blue Jays who did absolutely nothing between the three guys or four guys I had there. And had they just got like two or three points, I would have cashed everywhere. It, like, it literally just missed because of those two jabronis over there in, in <laughs> Black Guerrero and Gritchick and all those guys. Did nothing. Uh, but I'm, I'm ready. I'm buying the Angels tonight. I'm buying the right-handed bats. Uh, do you want to throw pools into this mix too? Yeah, I do. You know, these two pitchers just faced off, and, and Gonzalez went four and two-thirds. He allowed nine hits, ten runs. He has allowed a home run in five straight outings. We know he's a big contact guy and he's a fly ball guy. He just got super, super lucky and had the offensive support early on in the year, and it's flipped. You're right. Mariners, they're not the same offensive team, and Haney in that outing had 10K through six. The Mariners have a top-five strikeout in the league against lefties, so I'm on board. I like it, and yeah, it would take some value there with a guy like Pulhos. Otani, I know it's a lefty-lefty matchup. He may not play, but he's been so good lately that I think like he'll probably find a way to get into this What about lineup. Fletcher at the top of this lineup? Three, Fletcher two, at the top, and if you look at the game log, he doesn't have a lot of pop in his bat, but he had a 13-game hit streak that just ended this week. He gets on base, and he's setting the table for, for guys like Trout and Pulhos. So, yeah, I think that you know against a lefty, he'll be leading off for sure. You can get on board with – and it's cheap. It's all cheap. I mean, line star, you look at Trout. Linestar has Trout as one of the better values on the board today, and he's 5'6". Yeah, that's, <laughs> so that's just the groove that he's in right now. And against a, against a guy like Gonzalez who carries like an 86% contact rate, I mean, he's not going to fool Mike Trout tonight. So I think, he's, I think he's one that you want. That's why I say, like, when you look at Meadows at 5'9", and you look at Yelich at 6", save yourself. I know three $400 doesn't seem like a lot, but at the end of the day, you probably need that to get that last couple, those last couple bats in there. So I, I like the Angels as well, and I like Andrew Haney. All right, Eric Fetty and the Nationals take on San Diego and Nick Marjavikas. Now, uh, look, from this one, uh, Rendon is just super expensive on the DK side. I'd love to, love to have some shares of him and Turner tonight, but they're both above five. It's tough. On FanDuel, same thing, super expensive for Rendon, 4-5. Uh, Trey Turner's a 4-1. Uh, Howie Kendrick continues to be very cost-effective, though. He's just 3-3. Three, three. So if you great, do want to get some shares there, I think maybe you build it on the back end of this and you build it with Howie Kendrick, you build it with Robles, uh, who are both 3-3 on FanDuel. And I think if you want to get involved, that's the pairing in this game to, uh, to be owning. How about you? Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. I think getting on Washington on the FanDuel side in the late slate is, is something you should do. Linestar loves them as well, uh, a solid stack. Howie Kendrick at 3-3 is great. I mean, if you want to know how good he's been doing, we'll go look at his DK price. It's 5-4. Like he's, they're all over it over there. You gotta, you gotta fade him on DK and you just rock him on FanDuel. 
All right, and last but not least, Clayton Kershaw, 10-7, taking on Drew Pomeranz. Obviously a favorite here uh, on FanDuel. He is 10-7 on DraftKings uh, in terms of price break or change. He is just, oh, wait, 11-2. That is super expensive, man. I mean, that's, I mean God, it's, it's really tough. <laughs> like, it's, you know, it's, it's funny. But you, it's have to, you have to pick a stance, Cole or Kershaw. You got to, right? Well, Kershaw, I mean, he's $1,000 less than Cole, so I'll take Cole, uh, Kershaw. Yeah. $1,000 tonight with Texas and Milwaukee in play. Ugh, I mean, that's a lot. I think I, I think you have to go with Kershaw over Cole in this one. But we, not, not we, on FanDuel. On, on FanDuel, no, it was standalone Kershaw. I mean, uh, Cole because of the strikeouts. Yeah, we've actually presented enough value. And if you are losing, using the Line Star app, you could. there's a way you can get both of these guys in your lineup, Cole and Kershaw. You got 3.3 left. It's, it's not ideal. Uh, you'll have a better balance, uh, obviously, if you don't go that way. But, I mean, there's, again, guys, the Line Star app has a ton of value tonight. But I like Kershaw. I think he's, honestly, I think he's the safest out of all the pitchers. I really do because of that Giants lineup. And because of the fact that I know the Dodgers and how well they hit lefties and Drew Pomeranz. And, again, we're, I'm sitting here looking at the Fandle pricing for the Dodgers. <laughs> Guess what? It's cheap. <laughs> and 3-2 for Turner. If Taylor leads off at 2-3, Muncie at 3-7. I know it's lefty-lefty. Maybe he doesn't get in there. Hernandez has been good against lefties this year. He's 3. Seager, I know lefty-lefty, but he's been heating up lately. He's 3-8. So yeah, but even like a Taylor-Turner freeze, just go with the top three guys. Yeah, also. just go with the top three for sure. It's, I mean, all, all under 3-2. Yeah, Taylor at 2-3 if he's in the lineup, Turner 3-2, and Freeze 2-9. That allows you to kind of get involved there. And and I think, you know, because it's so expensive tonight, I think you – I understand why people would want to get involved, let's say, with Kyle Gibson tonight. I don't understand why you'd want to get involved with Soroka because that's the same exact pro, price quotient as two guys who have a much better situation there. But I think you're going to see guys like Urena have a high ownership. Woodruff, I think, is – I don't care if Woodruff is through the roof. I think it's a great play. But maybe fading the top of that board with guys like Heaney is the way to go tonight. And I am, I am all in that. Heaney and Woodruff tonight, I think, are, are my two main guys. I understand the love for Garrett Cole in the single standalone cash game on FanDuel. I think it's still a great play. I think you could still get so You know, and we talked about some one-offs. We talked about some one-offs in the, or, or pairings in the Nationals lineup. We talked about in the Reds lineup earlier in the show. Those are things you can use to combine to get it together where you can say, okay, I've got a decent enough offense as long as these pitchers do what they're supposed to do. When I have that big-time duo on DraftKings, I can make it work in cash tonight. Absolutely. I love All right. it. So betting lines, let's get to it. What do you like tonight? What are you putting money on? All right, so, uh, yeah, let's start up at the top, and I guess we'll roll through just the first couple games. I like the Red Sox at home against Torino, so we don't love Torino. So we don't love Porcello either, but I'll just take the side of the Boston Bats. I do like Atlanta um, to beat Urena and Miami. I like Minnesota on the road against Detroit. Uh, I'm just going to completely fade that Mets in Colorado game. I like the over in the Oakland and Texas. I think there'll be some runs scored there. It's really hard to jump on Houston. They're the, the biggest favorites I've, I think I've seen all year at minus 345. Uh, I understand if you really want to get involved in that, you're going to have to pick them by two or three runs. I think it's very possible. Um, there's just a little bit of a risk, uh, risk involved there. I like the Angels at home. I like Washington on the road, and I like the Dodgers on the road as well. All right, Chris, it's that time. It's time to call our shot. So who are you picking tonight to go yard? I feel like you should go first because I, I think you're attacking the Texas-Oakland series, <laughs> are you? So I might have to go another way if you are. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to go with my boy Chris Davis because I think it's just time. I think Lance Lynn's going to serve him up one, and I think he's going to regret it, and I think it's going to go far. So I'm going to go with my boy Crush tonight. How about you? Yeah, I thought, I thought you may go there. Him and Olsen, they're, sol- they're solid options. No, I thought about going – 
I thought about going Mike Trout back-to-back nights, but I, I will head to San Diego. We mentioned Anthony Rendon. His price is high. A little bit affordable on FanDuel. You're playing in a home run pool. I like Rendon tonight. I think he can go yard. All right. That's a very good look. And you got it right yesterday. Trout was the right play. You got it. Doesn't even count if it's Trout and Mike well, Fires. that's the thing. It's like, I could <laughs> say Yelich like 90% chance. I know. I, I, I could say Yelich, but I'm like, eh, well, not that Chris Davis is much of a cop-out. <laughs> you know? Right. But even still, like, at least he hasn't been, you know, hitting home runs every single night. I mean, Yelich at home is automatic. And, and guys, Trout, like, I know it's Mike Trout. But he has real. He's in a huge groove. Before these last ten games, he was like hitting two seventy. He was one of the coldest streaks I'd ever seen from him. But now he's got four home runs in the last week, sixteen on the year. He's he's in a groove, and Gonzalez is not going to fool him. All right, so that'll do it for us. We'll be back again tomorrow morning for the weekend preview show, as we always do here on the Line Star app. You can follow us in the meantime at Line Star app at Joe Pizzapia17 and at Chris Meany. And, of course, make sure you are subscribing and downloading that Star app. There's only one thing left to do now, and that's step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by Star. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany.